Good morning, you guys. This is Simone Faith here at One Stop Beauty Supply located in Moyoc, North Carolina. You guys, before I go any further, come on and like this podcast. Let's chat. If you would like to give me your opinion, then you go ahead and do that. Whether we agree or disagree, we could comfortably talk together. Okay, you guys, we're just going to get right into it. Today, we're going to be talking about why do small businesses fail? You know, when you first open your business, you are excited. One of the reasons you are excited is because you are your own boss. You find your own clients. You set your own hours and all that jazz. If you have any speaking engagements, you kind of set your own rates and you are pretty excited about that. Yet the odds are really stacked against a small business owner. According according to Fundera, 20% of small businesses fail in their first year. So can you imagine within a 10-year period, that is 70% of businesses that fail. What are some of the reasons why these businesses fail? Lack of planning. A lot of us just want to jump right into the business world. We have no skills. We do not educate ourselves. We will not even read a book. You guys, if you want to be a doctor, you will go and spend hundreds of thousands on colleges, material, books, educational events, seminars, and any other thing to grow it. So why not do that same thing when you're planning on opening a business? Also, it's a lack of research. A key component in designing your marketing plan is to perform comprehensive marketing research. You have to find out about the market. You must find out about the market. That is very important. Financial problems. If you ask the average person on the street, why do so many small businesses fail, money issues will likely be number one. Another thing we're guilty of is funding the business with our own money because you never really see if your business is coming off the ground. I know that most um, people tell you, take out a 401k, uh, do this, do that. The only way I will agree with funding it with your money is you have to have a full-time job to support a running business. And with that, you would have to have somebody else paying your direct bills at your house. And if you don't have that, then it's not worth it. Lack of business expertise. A lot of us are cashiers and then we just decide to open up a business. A lot of us have been managers and we just decide to open up a business. If you was a terrible manager, then you would be a terrible business owner. Just because you have the necessary um, skills doesn't mean you can always run your own business. Okay, so that's something to look at. Neglecting the essentials. What are the essentials? A business license, a legal startup, paperwork, bookkeeping, and an accounting system. A lot of us simply just do not have that. And because we do not have that, then we grossly misinterpret what our business need. The next thing I think that... um. Well, the next reason why I think business fails is because we will invoke our family. Now, if you're going to hire your family, pay your family, treat that person as an actual associate. Give them a title, pay them. Do not pay them right out your pocket. Do not pay them cash money. Put them on the payroll because that will also help you get a loan down the long run. If you have started as a sole proprietor like myself, 
then eventually turn into an LLC. Learn to incorporate your business. There are a lot of perks to incorporating your business that we are unaware of um, as business owners. But this is the reason why you do your due diligence. Like I said before in any of my podcasts, wake up with your business on your mind. Go to sleep with your business on your mind. When you're eating dinner, you should be thinking about what can you do to expand your business. But before all of that, as I have said previously, what are your goals? Because it seems like when you write it down and make it plain, then you can't tell five different scenarios of your goals to different people. And you guys know what that means. Maybe you'll tell your best friend this and this and this and this is what I want. By the time you tell the, ter- the third person, you have tweaked it so much that your goal is different. So write your goal down, make it plain, look at your goal every day and carry it on your person or put it somewhere where you can read it every day. If you get in your car every day, then put it on a dashboard in your car so you have to read it. Put it in your bathroom that you go in every day. Write it down on a little index card and stick it on your mirror in your bathroom where you have to read it. You have to look at it. This is important because what you are doing is imprinting your goal on your subconscious. This is what you're doing. You are saying it, you are looking at it, and you have something to work for every day. Now, let me just um, go back a couple of clicks real quick when I said, just because you're a manager, it doesn't mean that you can run a business. I have been a manager more than 20 years, but a good manager determines how your business will turn out. What kind of manager are you? Uh, Do you only know the front office part of management? Were you able to work in the back office? What were your yearly goals? Did you meet them? And if you did meet them, how hard did you work to obtain them? And just because you own your own business, it doesn't mean that your business will be successful. And just because you have your own business does not mean you work less. To the contrary, you work more and you work harder than you ever have when you own your own business. This is a fact. A lot of people go into business and they think, oh, I'm only going to work six hour days. I'm going to come home. I'm going to spend time with my family. Well, well, that is all good after maybe four or five years, maybe even 10 years from some businesses. But in the beginning, no, no, you cannot do that. You can't do that at all. You have to work the business and in working the business, it is long hours. And let me tell you, if you're really trying to be super successful, right? Super successful. I'm not talking about just mediocre because some people are okay with making 30000 a year. They're okay with that. They can pay their bills. They can set their own hours and that's it. But if you're trying to be super successful, then you have to do what the 80% is not doing. You have to do that. You have to work harder. You have to be up earlier. You have to go the extra distance. Anybody who really wants something, they sleep, eat, and dream it. This is a fact. You can't look at any mega super rich person and not follow the the blueprint. Success always has a blueprint, you guys, always follow the blueprint. So I'm talking only to the people who really want to make a really good living out of what they do. And if you already have a business, then you are doing Something different than what most people will be doing, because as I told you guys before, running a business is not for everyone and you can't jump into this business blindsided.
do your due diligence. Okay, if you have to start as a sole proprietor, then start. Just get started. Yes, a LLC would be better. Absolutely, because if somebody come into your store and sue you as a sole proprietor, they could take your personal assets. That is the purpose of an LLC and any other in division to keep your assets where people cannot touch them if they happen to sue you. But you can move past a sole proprietor. You don't have to always stay a sole proprietor. Find out the benefits of an LLC. It's very important also, you guys, to get a credit card for your business. You want to establish business credit. You want to establish this. You want to establish your, your D and B number. Okay, establish that. That is very important. And get your dream team together. Get your dream team. Remember your business needs business insurance. You, if you have a business car, you want to insure that too, all under the business. It is very, very important that you do these things. Now, if you run a sole proprietor business, you may not be able to get a checking account. I am in a small rural community. And when I um, opened my first checking business account. It was as a sole proprietor, which typically they will not do. They did it for me. So if they did it for me, there is a bank that will do it. You guys just have to find the bank that will do it. And don't give up. If you are looking for a grant, like I was looking for a grant, you should be looking for a grant six six days a week. Dedicate the time that you are scrolling on Facebook. Dedicate that time that you are on Instagram. Date I mean, make that time when you're looking for a hookup or you're looking at somebody's body. Are you some type of freak that's doing something else? Dedicate that ridiculous time that you are wasting to your business. Imagine at the end of these 12 months what we all can do. And you guys, at the end of this year, God willing, we all survive. I want people to tell me if they really did the grind for 12 months straight because I guarantee you that if you listen to me and you do what I'm telling you to do for these next 12 months, you will be in a different place. And I'm not just telling you, I am following my own principles because if they fail, I want to be able to tell you that they have failed. And if they have succeeded, I want to be able to tell you where I am at. Now, most of you guys know right now I am in Moyoc, North Carolina. I am in less than a thousand square footage retail space. My goal is to expand. I want to be a multi-millionaire, I mean a multi-million establishment. I want to be able to franchise these out and I want these all over the nation. Now, everything can be done in a year, but let's see what I will accomplish in one year. Let's see what I accomplish in one year. You don't have to set the bar low for yourself. Write your dreams down and make your dreams so big that you feel as if you cannot obtain them. Write them down. Say the things you actually want. Don't be afraid to say you want to live in a $5 million house. Don't be afraid to say that. Don't be afraid to say you want to make $500,000 a year in your beauty supply. Don't be afraid to say you want to make $6 million a year in a beauty supply. Don't be afraid to say it because typically we don't say what we really want because we feel as if it's unattainable, but it's not. It's really the grind and the process and how hard you are willing to work to get it.
If you want to make $6 million a year, then you have to change your mindset because people who make millions, they move and act different from a person who makes 30000 a year. You can tell that in their speech, the way they act, the way they move, the way they dress, the way they function. And millionaires are go-getters. They don't care how many times they fail. It's not about failing. It's about succeeding because the more you fail, the closer you are to succeeding. Right. I'm sure you guys know the guy who invented electricity. Do you know how many times he failed? Look it up. Look how many times Edison failed before he made it. But never once in his failure did he stop. That is the difference between a lot of us. Because a lot of us can't take failure. I remember, guys, let me tell you, I was writing my book and I sent um, a, uh, 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 let me see, what did I send? I don't know if I sent three pages or I sent the outline. But anyway, I sent something to Essence Magazine. And this was maybe 10 years ago. And they told me, oh, you're a great writer, whoop, whoop, this, this and that. But then they declined to print my article in their paper. I was broken. I was broken. But I realized then I wasn't at the level that I am now. So what if a person declined me? So what? So what if you get knocked down? So what? So it doesn't matter. Get back up. All that matters. Are you going to get back up on that horse? Or are you going to use that failure as a kickstand and never move again? That is the question that you have to ask yourself. Because failure is going to happen to everybody. Please believe me. If you are listening to me and you believe that you're never going to fail, then you're ignorant. Really, you're ignorant. You need to go look in the mirror and just tell yourself, I'm ignorant. And that means you haven't grown. Because no matter who you are, we fail. Everybody won't like your idea. Everybody might, everybody might think it's horrible, including family members. But you have to believe that it's not. If you're writing a book, you have to believe you're going to be the best author. You have to believe that. Whatever you're doing, you have to believe that. So I'm telling you guys, when you're going into this business, this is something else. This is not for the weak. Being successful is not for the weak because sometimes you have to be cruel. And listen, being super successful, it's a lonely road. Sometimes you are by yourself. Because the more money you get, I know people say, and I say too, yes, it pays for a lot of things, but it also makes you very aware of how many people are around you, not because they really like you, but because of what you can do for them. Some of you own businesses now, and people are saying that they're your cousin, they're related to you. You've never even met them. Now that you own the business, everybody wants something from your business for free. That includes family and friends. How many times do we have friends that need some edge control, some gel, a pack of hair? They need something, and they want it for nothing. You're running a business, so you can't run a business like you're running a five and dime store and, you know, you want to give everything away for free because then you won't have anything. Hustle your business like you need the breath you breathe. I am telling you guys this. Wake up with your business on your mind. Go to sleep with your business on your mind. And you have to give up something to be super successful. What is that going to be? You have to give up something. You cannot work this hard and not sacrifice. For me, it's friendship 
and it's going out partying. The money that I can spend on a movie, I can spend on marketing. If I could go to a club and dance, I could figure out another way to expand my business and become successful. You got to think different. If you guys can't think different, then ask yourself, is this really for you? Is this something that you really, really want to do? In addition, most small businesses have a variety of ongoing legal responsibilities with deadlines that could easily be forgotten. Now, guys, this is something that's very factual. So many businesses, you know, you forget to reconcile the books nightly. When we are a small business, these are the things that we forget. I've seen many people go in their business. They do not start the drawer with a certain amount, whether it's $50, $100, $200, and they do not reconcile at the end of the night. A lot of businesses take the money out of the register. They put it in their pocket and they go spend it on their family. Don't do it. If all that's in your house to eat is turkey meat, well, What's in your house and what's in your business have nothing to do with it. Stop giving your children money out of your business every time they want some shoes or they want this or they want that. Because you're going to find that your business has made a lot of money, but you have wistfully spent the money. And if you've never had money and you open up a business, then you're going to blow all your money anyway. Because everything you want, you're going to go get. You're going to go get that BMW because maybe that is your dream car. You're going to buy all these name brand clothes and wear um, six inch heels, stilettos to your business. I am a worker. I work the business and the business works me. I've worked my whole life. So that's what I know how to do is work hard. And if you've ever worked for anybody else, then you guys know that I'm not lying. We have worked hard to make that business successful. You have worked hard to keep the business clean. You have worked hard to make a sale. If you was a manager, you worked hard to get that bonus. Okay? You you did the inventory. You did the merchandising. And when something didn't sell in one area, you re-merchandised or you repurposed that area somewhere else to sell. Well, that's what you have to do in your business. If you do a display and nothing is moving, then move it somewhere else. Move it somewhere else. Because a lot of people buy with their eyes. When they come into your store, most people go to the right of your store. Pay attention to the flow in which people walk in your store. Set it up where they're forced to go around the entire store and then to the register. You want to set your business up for success. Some people have their register at the entrance because that's the last place you will have to go. So that if a person walk around your whole store... Maybe they'll pick up something and still purchase it with you. Also, do an upsell like I told you guys before. Upsell the product. If they pick up a dress in your store or a jumpsuit, offer socks, shoes, something. If they pick up a wig, offer edge control, spray, tinting, anything you can offer to make more money with that sale. And then start looking at the things that you sell in your store and what move. Is there a product that has been in your store that have not moved for a year? Don't order it again. Don't order it again. Have you ordered clothes in your store that just will not move? Don't order it again. Write down the things that are not moving, how long they have not moved. Pay attention to what's selling in your store and pay attention to what is not moving at all.
that is just sitting there collecting dust. Market, market, market. Get online. Your name should be drizzled all over the internet because the internet is the new hello. Everywhere you go, you should be giving people a business card. Make it a go. Start off with five a day. If you could do five business cards a day, do 10. Everywhere you go, if you go to a fast food, give them a business card. Ask them, can you leave a business card? If you go in Walmart, go place your business card by your products. Do something so that people can see it. Do it. No matter where you go, if you go to a laundromat, Put your business card in the laundromat. Drive around to wherever the laundromats are. It doesn't matter the neighborhood. Put them in there. You guys, this is groundwork. This is real work. And at the end of 12 months, if you're doing all that I am telling you to do, then I can guarantee you, you will have better success this year than you did last year. And remember, measure what you did last year. If you made $21,000 last year, then this year, your goal, it should be, to move past that, even if it's 31,000 or 50,000, because if you can make 20, you can make 50. And that should be the goal. If you make 20, you can make 50, because what did you do to make 20? Think about everything you did to make 20. Even if you invested every dime of that back in your business, what did you buy? What was selling for you to make 20? Think about that, you guys. We don't write down our plans. And go back over your business plan, you guys. And if you, and if you don't know how to do one, go on Google, print out a basic business plan. And next Tuesday on this call, we will be going over a business plan and what to write in for your business plan. Step by step, I would we'll be telling you guys about a business plan. This is very, very important, you guys. I'm telling you, follow these um, instructions that I'm telling you. You know, even if you take one or two tidbits out of that, that can make a difference for your overall business. I want to also remind you guys that I have a book out. It's called Bloopy by Simone Faith. It is a kid's book with sight words and easy, colorful pages for children between the ages of three years old or maybe two years old and eight years old. This is a great educational book for children. Um, illiteracy is very high in America and among black people. It is very, very important that we train our children at a very young age and how to pronounce their words and how to read appropriately. You can find this book on Amazon. It is Bloopy. Bloopy, B-L-O-O-P-Y by Simone Faith. I hope you guys like the book, download the book, and buy the book. Okay, you guys, until next Tuesday, this is Simone Faith here in Moyock, North Carolina. One-stop beauty supply, you guys. I will talk to you next Tuesday. And have your pencils and paper ready and download your plans because we will be talking about how to fill in a business plan. All right, bye, you guys.